0: So what if I told you there was this place that had just about every access to any soccer game you wanted to watch? Um, What if I told you there was this place that had just about every Texas craft beer that you could think of stocked, ready for you to drink? And what if I told you there was just this place overall that was just really cool to hang out at? Well, you probably think that I'm talking about three different places, but I'm not. I'm actually only talking about one place and we're sitting down with one of the owners of that place. I really want to tell you where it is, but I feel like maybe they should tell you where it is. So we'll just go ahead and start the episode now. Yeah. Okay. Grab the popcorn. Welcome to the Red Pegasus Podcast now here are your hosts
1: martin garcia and darian clark
0: all right um today on the red pegasus podcast uh first off want to announce first time on the road Yeah, this is the first time we're not in our studio. I've been doing an episode Uh, with us. We have Preston. How are you doing? Well, welcome guys Preston is the co-owner of crossbar beer and soccer soccer and beer It's very important beer And uh, yeah, so what do you want to what do you want the people to know about you?
1: Uh, Hello world? Um,
0: (laughs) I'm Preston. Yeah, I run
1: the wonderful little indoor soccer and beer center up here in Richardson Uh, We are We've been around since last June, opened in the middle of the pandemic, which was exciting and interesting. (laughs) Probably Mm -hmm. the
0: best time to open. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's probably the best time. Um, But yeah, we've been doing all right, having a good time over here. Uh, We've got a wonderful beer selection put together by my wonderful wife, Chelsea. Uh, we got over 50 beers over here and a few on tap, too, so come check us out.
0: Nice. Nice. That's awesome. We'll get into some of that as well uh, later on. Yeah. Are you originally from the Dallas area?
1: Yeah. Born and raised. Went to Lake Highlands High School, went to SMU for college, and then again for law school. Uh, so, I've been here for a hot minute.
0: Nice. dallas I through and through, man. Lake Highlands and SMU. Love yes, it, sir. What'd you study at SMU?
1: Uh, so, undergrad, I did accounting with a history minor. I did accounting to pay the bills, history to keep me sane, I like to say. <laughs> there you yeah. go. And I uh, graduated in the middle of a little recession. So, put my work life off for three
0: more years and went to law school. So, <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. Smart move, smart move. Yes. <laughs> um, was... Uh, Owning a business, something that you've always thought of, or?
1: Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to do something along these lines. So my dad is uh, a very entrepreneurial mindset. He was a consultant for a number of years, started his own consulting business. Mm. Uh, and so he definitely put that mindset in me and my two brothers. Uh, my younger brother, Miles, also started his own business. He designed this crazy type of shoe. It was like an interchangeable shoe. got a patent for it and everything. Whoa, so wow. he was the first one to take the plunge. <laughs> and then... Uh, i'd started a a soccer team on the side and then this building came along and went all in into it
0: nice that's cool uh talk more about just the process to starting a business more specifically with this business um how what were like uh the struggles you had or what were the some of the good things that came out of it
1: Permits, permits, permits. Let me tell you about <laughs> permits. My goodness. I i mean, I'm a lawyer, right, as we've said, and even I have my head spinning with all the things that you have to keep track of and get approved for. Yeah. Something as simple as we had to put a sink behind the bar, right? Because you couldn't serve, you couldn't pour draft beer without it being considered, quote, food service. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to serve food in the city of Richardson, you have to have a hand sink 20 feet from where you do it which was just the craziest thing but you couldn't just put a sink in oh no (laughs) (laughs) permits I had to get four different approvals from the city just to put a a sink in and we actually already had the sink here we moved it from one space to another Uh, and that took about three months to get that done start to finish but we got it done right so that's that's kind of been the story of uh, of running this place is hey let's do this thing it seems really easy right well okay let me look into it okay not as easy as we thought here's the nine (laughs) steps we got to do but yeah we just we pushed through it it's been helpful to have some business partners who've been very capable as well yeah Yeah. Uh, so kind of divvy up the load a little bit and also I mean got day jobs right so it's yeah, not like I'm, i've got a 100 hours a week to focus on this stuff so right. time management has been difficult as well as i'm sure you can imagine
0: yeah um, but we, we made it work so is that typical like permit 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 or is it just really the city of richardson is just super strict
1: um a bit of both i mean okay. if you have a facility
0: okay
1: uh, any sort of public facing commercial facility you're going to run into a lot of permitting issues gotcha. okay. uh, if this was some sort of private club where we're not public facing it would have been a little easier because you're just doing stuff for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, part of it's the city, and part of it's honestly been our commercial insurance as well. They've got a lot of restrictions and things you're not supposed to do, signs you've got to post. Um, Luckily, I was able to write my own waiver. They were going to make us hire an attorney to write this super long waiver. I'm like, oh, hey, I got that covered.
0: (laughs) Nice, perfect. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, but I will say the city of Richardson, while they do have a very hands-on approach, right, there's lots of permitting that's required, they are incredibly responsive too, and their city hall is like 500 yards east of here so okay it was easy to call them and say hey yeah. can you send a guy over to come approve this but I'm like, guy oh, he'll be there in three minutes <laughs> like, oh,
0: okay perfect perfect location yeah yeah um uh so what's uh something that you've taken away something that you've learned from starting your business and maybe something you can share with others who are looking to start their own business like any tips maybe uh Start with this first. Yeah, you're going to hate this tip. You need to hire a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Are <laughs> because, you saying that because you're a lawyer or I,
1: because... <laughs> I'm saying yes. If uh, if I didn't have some of the background I've had, like I at least knew too, okay, I don't know where I'm going with this, right? For our oh, yeah. alcohol permit. There's a mm. whole world of laws there. I had mm-hmm. to hire a specific like TABC-focused lawyer to help me with that. Mm. Uh, and even still, like we had to thread the needle on this one. So there's there's a lot of things you can do. You think it's as simple as putting an open sign up and making an instagram page and people start showing up and part of it i mean yeah you can do that but something goes wrong if you don't have someone at the beginning saying you got to lay it out this way or this way uh, you can kind of run afoul um get into trouble like so we had a a girl unfortunately snap her leg in half during one of our league games oh. uh, it, was, it was terrible yeah we were we were mortified um but we were we had a, a protocol in place the person who was here just step by step call the police first right? call ems mm-hmm. And then go out, check on them, make sure no one touches them. Like we had a whole, a whole process, nice. and we had a really good waiver too. So there was no issue with like a lawsuit, um, nothing like that. So you gotta, you gotta be careful with that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, lawyers are expensive. So um, <laughs> do your homework, find one who's not too expensive. But cough, uh, cough. No, I'm just <laughs> I, unfortunately, I don't really do that. Yeah, I did, I did right. it for this place, but that's not my uh, my niche, if
0: you will. Yeah, yeah. Well, first off, is that girl okay? <laughs> like she she's okay. Know? Yeah, okay. she did.
1: Yeah, so. Uh, Fortunately, it was actually a clean break, so okay. they were able to put her in her cast and didn't have to do screws or pins okay. or anything, and that was, ooh, I think that was August, um, and she's she's doing okay now. I mean, in recovery, right? But yeah. um, she'll be, she's expected to be,
0: make a full recovery. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Good. good deal. Yeah. So, specifically with Crossbar and starting your business, kind of bringing the two together, how did it come to life for you? So
1: like i mentioned earlier i was involved with the soccer team it was a a men's team uh in the area and one of the struggles we always had was finding a place to consistently practice and play Uh, every almost every single facility this side of town rents exclusively to kids <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: or or you might be able to slide in when a, a youth group cancels yeah but it's hard to plan out a season right because you're supposed to plan your games out months in advance uh, if you try to sell tickets i mean you can't be selling tickets starting the day of right because you don't know where you are so it was incredibly difficult to try to coordinate that uh, oddly if you go over to fort worth those school districts do run out to the adult team so they have no problem mm. over there but okay. risd hard no disd uh no but they're little bit more flexible, um, but yeah, it's just been—it was crazy. Um, so, we'd been talking with a, a land developer about our struggles and our woes. We were trying to actually get an outdoor facility, and he comes to us and says, "Well, got an indoor place that's opened up. Would y'all be interested in that?" And we came and took a tour and. I mean, the rest is history. I, I yeah. said, this place is perfect. I had no idea that the bar side of it was going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. I was just looking for a field yeah, yeah. and I come in here and I look at the bar and I go, oh, well, this is perfect. We have yeah. just as much entertainment off field as on field and try to get people to stick around and drink and yeah. hang out and form some bonds. So, uh, it really was one of those things that just kind of fell in our laps, but we'd been looking for a long time. So, yeah. um, we were pushing the envelope and then something came along.
0: Nice. That's cool. It truly is a sweet place. Yeah, like, it really is. It's such a like you walk in, you're immediately hit in the face with these uh, indoor fields and yeah. a set of bleachers, so you <laughs> can like sit down and watch the matches. Yeah. it's a it's a really cool place.
1: Yeah, it started its life as a slap shot hockey arena. It was a roller oh, hockey okay. center, so that's kind of why you've got these stadium style seats. You don't really mm. see that in most indoor places. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and in between them, you can see where they used to have their benches. And they've taken that out. So, it's like bleachers on each side and then the, op- the middle is open. And then I think in the 90s is when they converted it to a soccer field.
0: Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a really dope setup for sure. Yeah. Darian and I came uh, one time and we were during your grand opening. We played a few matches here. Um, we noticed one thing and Darian probably actually really likes this part of your fridge. <laughs> it's stocked with a whole bunch of craft, uh, craft brews. Craft breweries. Yes, it is. Um. So you guys a uh, huge fan of that, and how did that uh, get started? And
1: so this story goes back a little bit farther back. So my wife Chelsea and I, uh, she's a huge beer lover, mm-hmm. which awesome, right? That was an instant yeah, yeah <laughs> attraction was like, okay, this girl's sticking around. <laughs> so actually, our very first date we were at Dots down in Deep Ellum. And you know, they've got that board of like 80 different beers, right? And yeah. we went through, I think, 40 of them. <laughs> that was a long first day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have uh, we love going to breweries. We've been to every single one in the area multiple times. Uh, Chelsea actually knows a good number of the head brewers at these places because the community is quite small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she used to work at Lakewood. Uh, oh, so, cool. she yeah, I got, got in with the crew. And... When I told her we were going to do beer as well, she said, "Well, you got to do Texas beers. You <laughs> can't have Bud Light in that fridge, no sir." That's right. <laughs> that's right. Although it's brewed in Texas, so I've <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, so she helped put together the the list. So we really do have over fifty cans. Uh, something from I think pretty much everyone in the area. We even have Celestial, which is hard to get. They yeah. just oh, started really? canning. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we just got Westlake in there as well. Nice. So we've got the selection.
0: Why well, is Celestial hard to they hard didn't. To
1: they didn't can up until recently mm, okay. so you can only get it at the brewery mm-hmm. and I mean what they did can it was just on premises so mm-hmm. um, they distribute themselves or not through one of the big distributors like everyone else does so it's it's hard to get a hold of their cans but they are okay. delicious juicy hazy IPAs we've got a few of them in here
0: Absolutely they are fantastic. While we're on that note press, I gotta ask what <laughs> give us like your top three in the area breweries. Uh, Vector
1: yeah. Down. It's a brew pub. They have, in my opinion, the best pizza in town as well. Really? And they have kitty okay. curfew at 8 p.m. So if you go after 8, there's no kids running around. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they've nice. got, uh, I think D Magazine voted them the best trivia, monotone trivia on Tuesdays. So Love Vector, uh, their head brewer, Tommy, worked at Lakewood. and uh, So we know Tommy. He's Wait, a really good guy. Tommy Miller? No, Gutierrez. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a really good guy. Um, but yeah, so that place, they opened in the middle of the pandemic during the shutdown Oof. it was it was wild and yeah. uh, they also during the government shutdown a couple years ago their small business loan was held up for like six months because of the shutdown so they had to do like a little emergency fundraising it, it was quite the wow. story um but they made it and they're thriving and their beer is delicious nice uh let's see who else uh we gotta go with pedicolas gotta plug those guys okay. michael pedicolas is a a great guy he's also a lawyer turned not lawyer (laughs) no really yeah and he was uh heavily involved i think he actually spearheaded some of the movement to get the uh beer to go law passed a few years ago so he put together the whole pack on that pushed the legislation i think helped write some of it uh so he they were actually the original craft brewery in dallas they opened in 2010 Mm -hmm. they were like the first
0: one yep big Um, soccer guy too
1: and a big soccer guy. Yes. Yes. Uh, so There
0: seems to be a, uh, a pattern here yeah. soccer and you beer. You can see why I like this guy. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Number three. Oh, man. Apologies to anybody who doesn't make the list. You guys are all fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to go with Turning Point over in... Um, okay. Uh, it's north of Arlington. I forget the town they're in. Yeah. But they're a Liverpool fan club bar. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, so, cool. And they've got some real funky beers too. They have a gummy worms beer that they did once, mm. tasted terrible but I'm like, hey, at least you all tried it, <laughs> yeah, right? You're
0: branching out. Yeah. It's like so Martin House. <laughs> where, yeah, with the yeah, yeah.
1: Martin House is a good one as well. We've got several of their beers in the fridge. I have a pickle beer out right now and I, I also hate it but some people love it. Yeah. It's one of those things. <laughs> yep,
0: yep. For if sure. you uh, had one, um, one beer that you can drink.
1: I know the answer to this one because I push it to every customer who comes in who has any interest in anything more than Bud Light. It is the Red Wine Barrel Age Freaky Deaky from Oak Island's Brewery. It is fantastic. Okay. So, they age, it's a Belgian triple. They age it in red wine barrels and they only release it like once a year. So, it's Mm. out right now. And... I told my guy, I'm like, you got to get me some of that.
0: So, <laughs> nice. you're stocked with some. Yes.
1: Yeah, so okay. I'll give you guys some after this interview if you're, there you if go. you're nice to me. All right. I'll
0: we'll hold you to it. Everyone knows where to come now, crossbar. Okay, yeah, seriously. Yes. <laughs> That's too good. Too good. Um, So, I also know you played for Lone Star um, or were you just a part of the team or organization wise or can you go into that?
1: Yeah. Um, so... We can thank Chelsea for this one as well, actually. She's getting a lot of credit here. You hear that, babe?
0: <laughs> I think we uh, got the wrong guest on. Huh? <laughs>
1: I can give her a call. She'll be here in 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I stopped playing soccer. Uh, I was I played varsity at SMU, and then I stopped because uh, it was just too much, right? To, it's a full-time job to be a, a varsity athlete, and I knew I wasn't going to go pro. So, um, gave up that and just crushed it at intramurals, which was really fun. Thank and then completely stopped during law school, got fat, you know got way out of it (laughs) and then after law school i was trying to get back into shape trying to get into it and chelsea was like you got to stop running in circles around the park you got to get back on the soccer field you won't shut up about soccer (laughs) i was like okay fine Uh, so she found a team that was looking for players uh, lone star republic and signed up that season and got back into it Uh, at the end of that season uh, one of the owners said they wanted to make it a little bit more serious and put together a semi-pro team and i said you will have a lawyer for that you probably need someone to because they wanted to buy a facility too and buy fields and oh, okay. have employees I and mean, you know big visions right yeah and i was yeah. like well i probably need someone to like i don't know help with some of this stuff um and yeah i mean i helped from the the logistics side of things um did that for a number of years um but i'm no longer with that group because I, I tore my acl mm-hmm. years ago and uh, i don't really play anymore so mm, yeah yeah they kind of run their own thing now
0: okay Cool. Nice.
1: Yeah. ACL tears suck. Don't yeah. do not do it. <laughs> so I've heard. So I've uh,
0: heard. I try not to. Yeah. So it's really cool that you, were were you playing with them while they were going semi-pro or was that before they kind of went uh, one to that point, direction?
1: Yeah. At one point we had five different teams at all skill levels. Okay. Really. So I was on kind of one of the middling ones. Okay. Uh, we had, I mean, the 21 year olds out there running around just, right. I didn't have a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but when I first joined, it was just one team of just guys. I mean, we were just normal dudes. Okay and um yeah most of them have, have moved on a lot have left town okay so i don't really know if any of the old crew are still around on the team anymore is that indoor or outdoor outdoor okay yeah outdoor
0: very cool my brother so like i mentioned before we, um, my family is a huge soccer family my dad coached us growing up both me and my brother uh, we both played select soccer and my, I, my brother took it a lot more seriously than me he went on to play in college at midwestern state okay um and then I went on to play indoor f- with Wichita Falls and Wichita Wings mm-hmm. in the MASL 2 League. I'm yeah. So sure you're familiar. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, do you have an ex- any experience outside of the Lone Star team? Um, or have you ever played any of the league? Or have you ever like even known anybody who played in any of the leagues?
1: Uh, so one of our other owners, uh, his name's Ben, okay. he runs the Dallas Soccer Alliance, which is an outdoor league. And we actually helped him get that started uh, oh, a couple cool. years back and they play well they're all over town now but they started at MoneyGram soccer complex over in irving okay. really nice fields so yeah made it very easy to get teams to come over if you got the best fields in town right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah i've been helping him get that up and running nice. you know more credible get the better teams in
0: yeah
1: uh and you know by proxy knowing him and he's got his ear to the ground on all things lower level soccer mm-hmm. uh, so i've kind of got a lot of information from him that way like cool. a backdoor way but Personally, I haven't been involved in any you know, any other leagues or any other okay. teams that, that are at that semi-pro level, if you will.
0: Yep. Cool. Just had to ask. As someone who is very into sports as much as I am, <laughs> I know everything and everything there okay. is to know about sports. Challenge accepted. But for some of those who are out there who um, don't know much about soccer, indoor soccer, or, or sports in general, what's the difference between futsal uh indoor soccer and then obviously big difference outdoor soccer but we'll leave that one out
1: uh well so i'll start with futsal because that's very different so you play with a smaller ball it actually weighs the same as a as a size five ball but it's smaller and it's less Mm bouncy. so uh the difference effectively is you have much better touch on Mm -hmm. the ball like it hits your foot and it stops so you you look like Pele out there on a football ball. Uh, it also, it keeps which, the game. Which
0: Pele was a huge soccer star, uh, in Yes. In case anyone was out there, the OG, the yeah, OG
1: yeah. goat. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and it also it slows the game down a little bit too because the ball's not just flying everywhere, bouncing off everything, ping ponging around. Uh, and the worst, the worst part of soccer is when it's bouncing a lot in the air, like on a hard field. Uh, It just really ruins the game, right? Mm. It's not a nice flow to the game. You Mm -hmm. want to keep the ball on the ground, keep it moving, and nice tidy passes. So the futsal ball does help a lot with that. Okay. Uh, Another big difference is it's typically played on a hard surface. Uh, It's a Brazilian originating sport, I believe, so they just kind of played wherever they had uh, room to play. Yeah. And the goals are smaller. They're about six foot by eight foot, as opposed to a soccer goal is, I think, eight feet tall and, I don't know, probably 20 feet wide. They're much bigger. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So smaller court, smaller ball, smaller goal. Uh, It looks like soccer, but it's a completely different game. Different skill set. Someone could be amazing at futsal and just absolutely suck on a full size pitch. Right. Uh, Because outdoor soccer, a lot of it is honestly just positioning. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're in the wrong position, it doesn't matter how good you are, you're not gonna get the ball or you're not gonna be able to make that shot. Uh, Futsal's a little different. You can rip a shot from the other side of the court and still go in. So (laughs) (laughs) it's a much more uh, individual skill sport versus outdoor. And then what we have here is a bit of a hybrid right Mm -hmm. so um, indoor soccer there's not a real standard to it because the field sizes are all so different Uh, the professional indoor leagues do have standards Um, we don't comply with those so they have walls you can actually play like bounce the ball off Mm -hmm. of we do use out of bounds here so you'll Mm -hmm. see there's there's a touch line on the side of the field um, and if it hits the wall it's it's to kick in so that's a little different Um, just house rules we wanted to do it differently Also, the corners of our field aren't rounded. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, Professional indoor soccer team Mm -hmm. or indoor soccer field would have rounded corners. Mm -hmm. So, you can kind of bounce the ball off and get a good bounce angle into the box. Mm -hmm. Um, Ours is squared off, again, for the out-of-bounds purposes.
0: Is it the same in futsal and indoor? Is it the same amount of people on the field? Uh, 5v5? 6v6?
1: Futsal, I believe, is usually 7v7. Okay. Uh, We do seven v seven just because that's kind of what feels right on our full size field. Yeah, we we will also drop the net down and do halves and do five v five. Okay, we can kind of configure it however we want. Nice. Uh, We just arbitrarily picked seven v seven because it felt right. Yeah, yeah. So overall,
0: people can just come here just to have fun, really.
1: Absolutely. Uh, We have pickup soccer every single day, which is something that most other soccer centers don't have because they just run out to youth teams, right? Twenty four seven. So it's hard, or if you're not in a league, right, it's hard to Mm. even get into those places. Mm -hmm. So we do. We made it a point to have pickup offered every day. And you can see the schedule on our Instagram, Crossbar Dallas, uh, or on our website. You can book it right there. You can see when we're going. Make sure you got a spot. We fill up most nights now, so you got to book a spot. Nice. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Good news. While we're kind of on that subject with Crossbar, what else does Crossbar offer here when it comes to soccer? Leagues and stuff like that. Would it go more depth with that? Yeah,
1: so we have... Uh, Monday night co-ed league Tuesday night is just a regular men's open uh, We have a couple Other groups that are trying to start up their own leagues So you know different apps That kind of Get all the facilities together on one Page right so there's oh, okay. one called Just Play okay. um, So you can you know book pickup Or leagues all over town with that group So they'll come rent out our field here and just do it Organize it all themselves mm-hmm. um, And they're trying to start up a league as well On I think they're wanting to do it Saturdays um, but yeah, so a couple different ways to to get in and get some field space. Um, we did have a group called Sphere that was sort of a group workout class. Uh, it's not competitive. It's not um, – you don't have to be, you know, Pele, like we were saying. You can, <laughs> we had people who clearly hadn't touched a ball before, and they had a great time. And it's a mix of high-intensity workout and then pickup soccer, sort of blended, right? So you'll nice. do five minutes, five minutes. Yeah. And by the end of it <laughs> – you're gassed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't bad. know that there were no breaks the first time I did it, and <laughs> oh, okay. they didn't—they intentionally didn't tell me that. Oh, and man. I was like, "Can I get some water?" <laughs> they are like, "No, son, push-ups." <laughs> so they've been—they took a break over Christmas. They—they're uh, actually primarily an outdoor group, and they're in multiple cities. So they just, as an entire uh, group, shut down during uh, Christmas season, and daylight savings happened last night. So they should be back
0: here pretty soon. Nice, cool. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, you also have the shop. Uh, uh, yes.
1: Uh, London Calling, Texas is what it's called. So that is run by Tom Boyce. He is a proper Brit.
0: And <laughs>
1: yeah. he, he actually worked at the Londoner for a number of years. It's oh, a wow. soccer bar yeah. uh, in Addison. Uh, really cool place. Also, if you ever want to go check out Watch Parties, you should, you should check those guys out. They have the TVs on at 6 in the morning for those early games over there. Jeez. And the beer is flowing. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tom worked there for a number of years. And he is just for god i think 15 or 20 years just collected vintage jerseys that's from so cool. all over the place i mean he'll be at estate sales garage sales pawn shops you know something that nobody realizes oh who's this guy i don't yeah. know it's an old jersey it's probably worth nothing he's like ah oh, yeah you yeah. think so right
0: yeah <laughs> and it's worth <laughs> hundreds and hundreds <laughs>
1: yes but he's got some amazing stuff
0: that's cool and
1: he set up shop here we've got it's behind our bar um sort of in the middle of the space mm-hmm. and it used to be a, a warm-up spot and no one was warming up so we were like well, how can we make this space a little bit more useful yeah. and he's like oh, okay I got a shop let's do that and he's spent a lot of time designing it it looks really good he's got some some old vintage uh, furniture and uh, pictures and uh, just some cool stuff in there so it's it's fun to check that out and he'll talk your ear off Tom is a, <laughs> a really good guy and he'll bond with just about anybody so uh, come have a chat. He'll pour you some tea. He'll uh, he does requests too. So my brother graduated law school this summer, and as a gift, he's a huge Arsenal fan, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so I said, hey Tom, I got to get something special for Wesley. He's he's graduating law school and passing the bar, so that's that's a big occasion, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. What can you do for me? What what Arsenal stuff can you get? And he's like, well, let me tell you. So it was the, the 2004 team. It was. Uh, they were called the Invincibles. Yeah. They were the best Premier League team in history. This group. And he was able to get me a signed Invincibles jersey for wow. Wesley. He could not believe it when he saw it. He's like, oh my God, what is this? It truly is. I mean, it's basically the equivalent of a Babe Ruth signed baseball, right? I mean, it's got all their signatures on it. It was unreal to be able to get that for him. That's wild. Uh, Sent me back a pretty penny, but worth every penny. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) So, he's got that prominently displayed in his office and like the other lawyers will walk in and be like, what's that? Oh my God, what is that? (laughs) Like People can't believe when they see it. So, it was, uh, he can, Tom can get you just about anything you need. If you've got a specific request, he'll. It might take him a bit. I think it took Tom like a month and a half to source that, but mm. um, hey. it's obviously hard to find, right? Yeah, seriously. But he'll he'll get it for you. If you're looking for a gift for anybody uh, or something special for yourself, give him a call.
0: London nice. calling Texas, right? London calling Texas. Okay. yes. Nice. And I believe that's his
1: Instagram handle at London calling TX. Okay,
0: I like it. And uh, you also, you guys also have watch parties here as well for games, right? We do.
1: Yes. So uh, we open up at six in the morning on saturdays we actually have a group that rents out the field so we're already open anyways
0: oh okay and we've got
1: all the streaming services uh legal and maybe not so much but either way we will have your game on i'll put it that way (laughs) nice (laughs) nice there you go we've got a bunch of tvs we got three projectors in there uh so we we like when the premier league has five games going on at once we have five games on at once and we'll we've got it all and if you've got specific requests like we had a celtics watch group come <laughs> really? in and i was like i don't know if we get whatever it was like their own Celtics streaming service right i was like yeah. i don't think we have that and they're like oh we got it on a laptop and i was like okay i'll plug it in why not <laughs> and they came and watched a few games up here so we will That's put it awesome. on for you
0: man the soccer fans are everywhere, everywhere. every
1: team everywhere we- north texas is a big soccer hotspot. spot yeah
0: yeah wow nice i did not know that yeah, it's the I think the fourth biggest
1: soccer market in the US. And of course FC Dallas is the second lowest ranked watch team. So they <laughs> That's just why blow it. I they have blow it at that. every corner. They're the worst.
0: <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> worst front office in MLS. Seriously. Um, one more uh, here. So uh, you have done a lot with this building and everything that you can offer. Is are are there any more things that you have down the road that you want to offer like from my perspective, mm-hmm. I, I was like, you know what? When I first came in, I was like, you know what? He should like turn the field into almost like a stage and have musicians come in and you already have the seating <laughs> there, you have the bar. So, is there any other plans that yeah. uh, you have for Crossbar? Uh,
1: yes, lots of plans. First one I'm going to say is food because we Ooh. need food. Uh, <laughs> but what did I say at the beginning? Permits.
0: <laughs>
1: permits 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 so there's about 16 different things that we don't comply with to serve like deep fried food or anything like that like i could i could make you a sandwich but that's about it yeah i um, if there's any real cooking involved uh, our little kitchenette just is not up to code uh, mm-hmm. it was in the 90s and codes have changed since the 90s <laughs> and the kitchen has not so we are working very hard to to figure that solution out and we've been talking to a few different groups and told them the the issues that there are and, you know, some say, well, it's not going to work. And some say, well, let me talk to some contractors and see what we can do. So we are working tirelessly night and day to bring you guys some tasty beverages and food. Nice. Because um, it does make it easier to drink a lot when you have some food in your stomach. <laughs> yeah, so I, absolutely. I get that. Um, and yeah, we are also looking at some more field specific improvements as well. So uh, my buddy Aaron, who we talked about a little bit before the show, uh, he and I went to SMU together. So we go way back. Best friend. And he's in the AV production industry. Mm-hmm. And so he helped us set up the speakers and all the wiring and all these projectors. Like You know, I, I know how to plug stuff in, but I don't know what things need to be plugged into what <laughs> <Right>. things. <laughs> right. So he, he sourced pretty much everything for us in here. And uh, he's going to help us get essentially movie theater style laser projectors wow. to put on the field. So we're going nice. to project games on the field. Nice. Also, it'll enhance the scoreboard experience too. Because yeah. I mean, right now we have an old school 90s era (laughs) hockey scoreboard uh so you know if if we do it digitally through a projector it's just cooler anyways Um, so we're gonna get yeah a couple projectors out there we're gonna redo the lighting and get uh, led customized lights so we can turn them off turn them on dim them 16 million colors in that range so uh, make a little dance party out of it if you will glow-in-the-dark soccer why not
0: <laughs> so that is coming in the dark soccer Ooh.
1: we are waiting to do some of those improvements uh, until we purchase the building because yeah. we are we are leasing it right now um but we're we're actively saving up money to purchase it from the owners and they're they're open to that really great guys uh, so that's coming as well but that'll take a little bit more time
0: yeah okay cool man you got some incredible things going on your It's cool just to hear about what's going on here seriously yeah. We need it's to been, get a Red Pegasus team going in a league or something. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the the not-so-competitive league. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe the beer league uh, you guys had mentioned. Yeah, we're, we're working on putting a beer league together. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that, just, that might be something that we'll, yeah, we'll sign up for. I think we'll keep that in mind.
1: Pot-bellied beer drinkers, <laughs> listen up. We got a league for you.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> y'all ever wanted to do uh, some podcasting back here in the studio, we're going to renovate it as well. It'll be okay. a nice recording space. Perfect, yeah. You take your show on the road and make it permanent here if you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There you we'll go. Keep that in mind. There you go. Thanks for the invitation. Uh, you want to end the conversation with a little bit of fun? Yeah. Jump into some fun questions? Yeah. Some more lighthearted questions? Cool. So, soccer, what position did you grow up playing? What's your favorite now? What's your favorite to watch? Kind of deal. So, I played sweeper, which is the farthest
1: back person in front of the goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, and then also, they moved me out to right wing sometimes, depending on our opponent so i had two things going for me back in my heyday i was really fast <laughs> yeah. and i was really heavy not fat but like heavy you know so i mm, i yeah. hit you like a brick which was fun yeah. for me yeah. not so much for the other team <laughs>
0: sweeper type position yeah,
1: so, sweeper. yeah yeah so a bit of a bruiser if you will yeah. um, but having that speed element they could stick me out on the wing and you know you give me the ball and i just would truck it down the sideline and cross it in so nice. it was it was a fun position to play uh really wore the body out though it's it's yeah. tough to play at that level for more than few years without I mean the professionals literally all they do all day is work on their body and recovery yeah and then go train so I I did not have that level of discipline mm-hmm. or amount of free time frankly right, <laughs> right. Um, but so yeah I'm a I'm a defense minded player by nature so when I'm watching games I'm usually staring at that back line more than the uh, the offensive players because nice. I'm trying to make sure I'm like oh they're not blocking that off oh yeah there you go yep. that's that's the killer pass that you should have read so, yeah, I, I usually look at the game that way. A lot of people are just looking at Messi or you yep. know the, the players the that they players. know. Yeah, with, yeah. The, with the crazy shots and stuff like that, which is, don't get me wrong, very fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but I just, my mindset is the other way around. There's so
0: much just to watching soccer in general that people forget. Oftentimes, like with the back line, so.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. people... You know, people are like, Well, it's not like basketball where, you know, you yeah. score every thirteen seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Well, that's true. It's a low scoring game, but there is always something going on to watch. Like Absolutely. the the way the game's flowing and the back line is changing and you know, they're you'll see a a good team completely change their tactics on the fly
0: mm-hmm. against
1: an opponent that's got them figured out. So it's it's hard to get into that, but once you're into it, it's pretty cool. It's the same with, you know, people who watch hockey and they know all the nuance to it. I yep. mean there's there's some crazy stuff those guys do that I'm just like they're whacking a, a puck with a yeah. stick, right? And I'll you know, I've got a friend who's really into hockey and he'll be like, dude, shut up. Here's what just happened I'm like, Oh wow, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's yeah, you've gotta have a love for the sport and then you can see a lot more to it.
0: Yeah, I'll like I'll be glued to the TV just watching a soccer match and my wife will look at me and like, What are you even watching? They're just <laughs> passing back and forth. I'm like baby just don't understand. I'll explain after the game, you know, it's a little bit too much right now. So, <laughs>
1: so <laughs> I will say too, the announcers help that as well. Yeah. Like it, yeah. like so Tony Romo, right? commenting on football yep. he'll be like well this is what's happening and here's what's about to happen yep. you're like oh my god okay and it makes exactly. it so much cooler good announcers can really make the game more enjoyable there's mm-hmm. a hilarious Simpsons bit uh, where they've got uh, an American announcer and someone is clearly like a, a Mexican announcer <laughs> um, and the, the American announcer is like
0: halfback passes to the center back to the wing back to the center center holds it holds it holds it Halfback. passes to center back to wing back to center center holds it holds it holds it
1: and you're like okay uh, there's some truth to it they're making fun of you but I'm like yeah all right
0: yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. funny um so what uh what are some of your favorite uh players to watch favorite teams um, yeah exactly what she was saying um so what are your some of your favorite teams uh both MLS European so yeah i'm a
1: huge liverpool fan uh The whole family, except for Wesley, is a Liverpool fan, because he's wrong. (laughs) 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 So, when, I think it was NBC picked up Premier League back when I was in high school, uh, because before then, I mean, we didn't even have cable, right? So, I couldn't watch soccer if I wanted to. Mm. I didn't really keep up with any of it. I didn't have a favorite team growing up, because there was nothing to watch, right? Like, my dad watched Cowboys and Mavericks, and that was about it, which was fine. Uh, But so, once Premier League came to American television... um, Actually, I think it was wasn't until college that I started paying attention to it. But I'm watching it, and I just I really liked Liverpool. So uh, I think Torres was I think it was his last season was the first one that I watched. Oh yeah. And Torres was a, a fun player, very passionate, very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you could tell his heart was really in the game, and that was what I enjoyed seeing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I latched onto Liverpool. I mean, kind of arbitrarily, right? But that's sort of how. Being a fan starts
0: you're,
1: like the colors, you like <laughs> yeah. a player, yeah, whatever. Exactly. I didn't really know any any better at the time. Um, and then the longer I watched, the more passionately I, I came to love Liverpool, of course. And now we've got Jurgen Klopp as our head coach, and he is the man. A beautiful looking German, with brilliant <laughs> mind. <laughs> Absolutely, and, it's uh, showing
0: too. Aren't they like second right now in EPL? Yep, yep. They're
1: they're uh, chipping away at Man City, the evil evil mega corp company they're basically like the bud light of soccer teams if you will everybody hates them everybody
0: i was just, <laughs> just about Liverpool. to talk about my loose fandom about man city yeah cool. no, i guess i, I won't go there oh wait <laughs> hold on
1: in this right now guys Let's, i'm walking out <laughs> no, um I- yeah so they're they're in the running chipping away at man City. i don't know if we're gonna make it there's a, a good gap right now between the two teams but um we won it two years ago and that was that was a fun season so i actually got to go see a game during that season nice. um it was november 2019 was there on my honeymoon with Chelsea nice. and right before covid perfect it was literally right before <laughs> yeah. COVID. we we snuck that wedding and we had no idea what was right around the corner <laughs> yeah we got married uh, the weekend before thanksgiving of of 2019 and nice. then yeah february zzz, yep. rolled around yep. but yeah so we we did our honeymoon in london and we took a trip up to liverpool to catch the brighton game that's cool and they won 2-0 uh we did the little parade out in front of the stadium before they got there. They drive the bus through town and mm. uh, the players were all kind of waving. So, I got to see Klopp from like this distance. Dang. Wow. He was in the bus and he was like pointing at the stadium. I got a, I got a video of it. So, I got proof. I'm not yeah, just making yeah. this up. Nice. And yeah, let me tell you, that was the experience of a lifetime. We sat right behind. It was actually the away goal. But as it turned out, uh, both goals happened in the second half. So, right in front of me. Oh, and uh, Allison, our keeper, got a red card in the first half right in front of me. So, <laughs> all the action was just right there. <laughs> and, you know, we got to sing You'll Never Walk Alone. We got to do all the chants. Like yes. you, so, when you watch it on mm. TV, I mean, they'll, they'll cut to the song maybe once. Uh, they're singing the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that crowd never stops. And they're chanting. So, like... A player would get the ball right. Mo Salah is our our top player, um, yep. best striker in the Premier League, top goal scorer. Yep. He's amazing. Also a beautiful Egyptian man. Absolutely. <laughs> and <yes. laughs> so, you know, he'll get the ball and we'll start – there's like a song they've got for Mo. And, you know, <laughs> nice. the Brits always have a song for everybody. So, you know, they'll finish Mo's song and then it will pass to Bobby now we got a bobby song i go oh, okay here we go <laughs> and i don't know what they are so i'm just like chanting along like, again yeah, okay yeah, okay by the end of it though you get it yeah, yeah meanwhile they're chugging beers and having a good old time well oddly you cannot have beer in the stadium you have what? To, yeah so you really? can't you can't walk to your seat with a beer so at halftime everyone runs out pounds a beer and runs back in wow um, wow I, I think it might have been because they used to have problems with people throwing beers yeah um, that makes sense yeah i don't know but either way there's no beers in the seats, which is fine because you get to focus yeah, on yeah. the
0: game. So. True. Cool. That custodial staff loves that. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, we don't have to walk around the stadium. Yeah. And they've pick they've it got, got up. a pretty
1: well run over there. Like So, there's, you know, at American stadiums, there's usually just like one main entry point or like one per side. Mm. Every single section had its own in and out. So, oh, cool. you pretty much you walked into your door only. You couldn't go in a different door. And you walked in right to your section and right back out. I mean, that stadium was empty in like 10 minutes after the game. Wow. That uh, was very efficient. It's like they've been around for 100 years or something. You know? <laughs> I think they, they know what they're doing at this point. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. it's a well-oiled machine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, before we move on, I got to also plug Christian Pulisic. Uh, Absolutely. Chelsea player. He's an American, yes. American hero over there, crush it in the Premier League. He plays so on our national so so so. team. So, yeah. he's worth rooting for as well if you're looking for a team. For sure. Although Chelsea's having some problems this week. Yeah, they are. They <laughs> they're are. owned by a Russian oligarch. And Ooh. I don't know if you've heard about Russia. They're having a little tiff these days. No, you don't say. And yeah, the UK government is, they're letting them play their games, which is actually a huge concession because every other Russian company, they're just shutting up down operations. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they're allowing Chelsea to play their games, but they cannot sell any tickets. Wow. They cannot sell any merchandise. Wow. They cannot, I think, sign or train any players either. Like, they're kind of like frozen with what they have. So Dang. yeah, they're in, they're in hot water right now. Uh, hopefully they get sorted out in the next couple of weeks, but wow. Um, they're having a bad time.
0: That is wild. I had not heard that much up to this point.
1: Yeah, that just happened. So Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Gosh. High drama in the soccer community. <laughs> High drama yeah, with anything Russia ex- in general, right? Yeah. Seriously,
0: let me uh, <clears throat> let me bring in what I know about sports. Uh, so I've recently gotten into F1 because of Netflix show and uh, the the American team Haas uh, had a Russian driver, his dad, oligarch, and so um, I think like the the organization overall said that he could race, but the team was like, no, I think we're gonna let you go. So they had to let him go. They obviously got had to stop all that funding from the from the uh, Russian fertilizer company. Number number one in the world. I don't know if you know that. that um,
1: wow. <laughs> according to them, they have the best manure over in Russia.
0: Yeah, best fertilizer. I guess so. They're really good at shoveling shit. <laughs> Sounds but about right. Yeah. So this this whole thing is just messing everything up. Well, um, how about another one? Another quick one here. If you can own any team in the world or be an agent to any player in the world, uh, who who would it be? What team and why?
1: I'm gonna say FC Dallas because. <laughs> need it <laughs> because they need it yes fire the entire front office staff actually there's probably some good people in there it's just the, the top level their owners are not steering things in the right direction right and their game day experience is awful it's catered towards five-year-olds and five-year-olds are great don't get me wrong but they're not necessarily the best fans and there's other ones other people who are older than five who like watching these games which is um, unfortunate
0: isn't the ownership the hunt family i think it's still with the hunts yeah so, which they're like soccer people through and through don't they own the columbus too yeah, I don't
1: really know what's uh, what's wrong with them over there. Yeah. It's anyways, it might carry just, on. <laughs> it might just be a, just a strategy issue and uh, I don't yeah. know. What, for whatever reason <laughs> <Poor Green. laughs> they are they are fumbling it horribly. Yeah. And so I would love to yeah, take over that team, move them back to actual Dallas, not Oklahoma. They are on the outskirts of Frisco. When yes. they moved, so they used to play at the Cotton Bowl uh-huh. when they were the Dallas Burn. Yep. They rebranded from Dallas Burn to FC Dallas. Blah. How bland can yeah. you freaking
0: be? Dallas Burn was <laughs> fantastic.
1: FC Dallas. Are you kidding me? That is yes. the laziest name. <laughs> Dallas Burn was great. They had a Bronco kicking. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. So they move up to the farmland the tollway stopped before ikea back then yep. so you were literally on like country dirt roads for about 30 minutes Seriously. just to get up to those fields because we used to play um they moved my youth club teams games up there because mm-hmm. they've got 20 other fields in that complex yep. so i had to drive my butt up to frisco every every saturday i was like this is stupid yep. and there was Gosh. nothing there weren't, weren't even gas stations you couldn't you had to like basically bring your own gatorade your own, i mean everything right because you're out in the wilderness Perfect place for a professional soccer team called FC Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> so, I would move them back to Dallas, yes. or at least somewhere in Dallas. I mean, at least the Cowboys are in the middle, right? They're right. in Arlington. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. Yeah. But, Frisco, yeah. are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs>
0: hmm
1: You hear that, Hunts? You hear that? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Please hear that.
0: Um, how about player? Whether it's your favorite or just one you'd like to be in business with? Yeah, Sadio Mane. Okay. So,
1: he is a striker for Liverpool he is the best human being i think i've ever uh heard about i've never met the guy yeah so what made me fall in love with Monet was a story about his cracked iphone screen and these reporters kept out because he had this cracked iphone screen for like months and they're like dude you make like a million pounds a week just buy an iphone <laughs> buy a new one yeah. and so they ask him about it They're like dude why uh why haven't you fixed your phone screen and he goes, well, I don't have any money. And they're like, what do you mean? You make a million pounds a week. He's like, oh, yeah, I send all of that back to my village in Africa. And he, he like, literally sends, I think, like 99% of his salary wow, back to his wow. hometown Dang, that's in Africa. Cool. And they've got, you know, the proper water system in that town. They've all got like, great infrastructure. Yeah. Everyone's got health care. Um, so, he's like le- legitimately the best person in the soccer world that I know about. I'm sure there's other players who do good things, but, you know, he's a Liverpool guy too, so he's got that going for him.
0: Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's it. That is so cool.
1: Yeah, he's a a good guy. The TV show Ted Lasso, they've got a player, Sam, and one of the writers said that um, Sam is kind of loosely based on Mane. I mean, not exactly, right, but um, very similar kind of characteristics. Super kind person. Yeah, very kind guy. He's from a little town in Africa. Yeah. yeah, So, um, definitely some parallels there. Yep. Uh, So... It's a good show too. It's worth watching. Yeah, I lot, very so good show. Yeah, yeah, fantastic.
0: Did you ever get around to watching? No, I have not yet. No, oh, I'm getting there. Goodness. I'm getting there. What's, getting what's nice there. about
1: that <laughs> show is you don't have to be a soccer fan because a lot oh, of it yeah, no. actually really isn't about like soccer at all. It's more about the the characters. Yeah. And Jason Sudeikis just kills it. I mean, absolutely <laughs> it kills it. Um, so like again, Chelsea, my wife, not a believe it or not, not a big soccer fan, doesn't really know much about the game, but loves that show. It's one of her favorites. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's just a good show worth watching.
0: It, yeah. it is a really good show for sure nice we recommended it a couple of weeks ago or oh, yeah? maybe maybe a few months ago and darian still hasn't gotten to it <laughs> i know i Man, need to i need to disappoint you got too many shows going on at once you gotta finish them before that's you true. move on to another one that's true you know what i mean so there are a lot there's so much. well just, on our quieter
1: days i'll just leave ted lasso running on loop at the bar oh, there you go yeah okay, nice. if there's no games going on because like the european games they all wrap up by you know morning and then early afternoon so yeah. You know, you've got nothing going on until the nighttime when American games come on, or Mexican games. You know, we're all in that same time zone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, from like 2 to 7, mm-hmm. Ted Lasso, man. Really nothing yeah. else other than Ted
0: Lasso to watch. <laughs> yep. Last one here. We haven't really talked about the national team. Are you big into the national team? Um,
1: I don't really follow them very closely. I probably should. Uh, I do I do love the boys there. We've got a really good group right now. Yeah. I um, actually used to play with... Uh, Omar Gonzalez He was a defender For us for a little bit He's not on the team anymore Yeah But we were on the same Texans team back in the day Nice uh, That was my brush With fame if you will (laughs) That's cool Yeah Uh, But I think he played For us in the World Cup Last go around So um, Yeah I mean that was That was pretty fun to watch Yeah yeah Uh, But I haven't really been I mean we'll put the games On right at the bar But I'm usually Taking care of customers Mm -hmm. But um, We're we're doing pretty well Right now We're I think we If we win the next one We're definitely in For the World Cup But we're close Right on that cusp and the next one's at Mexico. Yeah. So in Mexico, it's yeah. going to be, that's what the 24th, I, I want to say. So, yeah. Um, right we will have it on at Crossbar if anyone feels so inclined. We will have free pizza as well. Oh,
0: yes. Ooh, not like free beer, though,
1: <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but free Wi Fi. So trade offs, right? Trade offs. Yeah, go. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> hey, that'll
0: pull, that's enough to pull me in. Um, real quick, go ahead and plug the Red Pegasus podcast. Again, we're listening, we're sitting here with Preston Osborne, owner of Crossbar Soccer and Beer. um it's been a pleasure he has invited us into his space and we have yes thank recorded here uh he has graciously welcomed us in here and it's been a blast uh we've enjoyed getting to know him if you're new listening here uh take the time to just follow us look us up on the socials uh instagram twitter facebook we're everywhere at red pegasus pod and um yeah this is just one of many guests that we have here and uh we got a, a bunch that we've done in the past and and every week, every Friday, we're putting out a new episode talking about all things Dallas-Fort Worth and beyond into Texas. So if you love Texas like we do, if you love Dallas like we do, then give us a shot. Give us a follow and listen to some of our content that we're putting out. With that said, one last question that we like to ask all of our guests. Like we just said, we love Texas. We love Dallas. What is something that um, you love about Dallas, uh, either whether it's a, a place that you go to whether it's uh just something about the culture something about the people that you love about dallas what's something that uh you want to talk about when it comes to dallas texas
1: well it actually does tie in with the business it's not intentional but yeah uh so you know i've traveled all over the country um and been to most of the breweries and most of the places i've been to and dallas actually has one of the best brewery scenes uh, in the country i mean it's it rivals seattle and denver yeah uh with just the variety the breweries here really do put out a lot of interesting creative stuff and it shows I mean, you go to some other towns and you're like every beer here tastes the same
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> like okay nothing but hazy ipas mm-hmm. all up and down the menu everywhere you go like, like give me some variety we do really have a, an excellent excellent variety here so if uh beer isn't your thing that's fine but if it is get out there and check some of these out you usually can't get a lot of the funky stuff unless you go to the tap room at these places. Yeah. Mm. So it is worth actually going into the tap rooms and the prices are usually better too that way. So uh, get out there and check them out.
0: right, I second that. Well, um, the floor is yours. You got anything coming up? Anything you want people to know? Any games coming up? Yeah, here's a chance to promote, plug yourself, talk about anything. Social medias. Yeah, we do
1: have a new round of leagues starting on the 15th. So... That is That's Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. so it actually might be after your, uh, this might release <laughs> yeah. after it's out, so sorry, but they do, they run for seven games and then a championship, so every eight weeks um, we'll reset, so if you missed out this go-around, don't worry, we'll have another round of leagues starting up in two months. Okay. Um, all the information's right there on our website, crossbardallas.com. You can also check it out on our Instagram, at crossbar.dallas. And uh, we've got, yeah, you know, like I mentioned, the watch party coming up, USA versus Mexico on the 24th. That is going to be a huge, a huge a mm-hmm. huge game. Yes. So, uh, if you want to see Crossbar fully in action, then come check that out. Uh, again, free pizza. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and we are going to start doing a trivia night coming up pretty soon. We're working on the details of that. So, uh, check out our socials. We'll make an announcement about, about that very soon.
0: Cool. Soccer-only trivia or
1: just no, anything? No. Um, I mean, we'll have themed nights. So... Mm-hmm. There will probably be a soccer specific one but we'll do the whole range. Uh, we're partnering up with Geeks Who Drink. Uh, they provide lists of questions and stuff and kind of oh, help cool. you fine-tune it so, uh, they have like themed packages and so, we'll, we'll kind of rotate through, it won't be only soccer because I yeah. know <laughs> that can get a little tiring and at a certain level there's only so much trivia you can do with one topic. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But uh, we'll have food for that as well. So
0: Nice. Perfect. Cool all right well i think we're done here
1: okay thanks for coming in guys yeah, yeah thanks you're for having anytime all right been fun. go
0: check it out if, especially if you're not even a soccer person you can just come out here and uh hang out maybe check out the selection of jerseys yeah absolutely, absolutely. Well, hey, let's go have a beer guys all let's right see so what's it. good <laughs> all right later